0: With no paddle, no aliens to battle, where we want to go. Without being pompous, we don't need map or compass. We're launching Wampus on our new
1: travel show. Space crew, Tom's only go with us. Space crew, Tom's on our podcast. bus. space crew,
2: Tom's we see your retinas, and in space, no one can hear you scream from
0: our earwork, Space Chef TV Hello Space Croutonians one and all. We're on the road live and in living audio for another travelogue episode of Space Croutons 2.0 Sally, as always, is right along beside me for this adventure Today's trip is not through a portal and yet it is a visit to our past. We're headed to the home of Susie Farnell the reporter from Eagle Rock, Iowa, who you may recall, said us a story back in season one about a white elephant gift exchange that turned a bit dark and ominous.
2: Cordy, explain to me exactly why we are making a trip to see Miss Farnell in Eagle Rock, Iowa. Last year she gave the elephant clock cord to the benefactor thinking she was giving it to you and we haven't heard from her since. After being tricked by him, I do not find that to be logical.
0: Well, Sally, humans have emotions, and those emotions sometimes cause us to do things that are not based in logic.
2: Are you now talking about love?
0: Well, not romantic love, just basic care and concern for each other. How can I explain this to you so you can better understand what I'm saying? If you were connected to another AI and its programming was damaged, would you be willing to repair or patch the programming?
2: That would be within my capabilities, so I would complete the task if you wished me to do so. My main objective is to assist you with whatever you need to be successful.
0: Likewise, Susie reached out to me because she needs help. She has noticed something odd whenever she enters the closet where the elephant clock was stored for all those years. I'm going to go see her and check it out. We're almost there now, so first let's hear a word from today's sponsor, SmallTownAmericaLocalExtraNews.com.
1: live in a quaint community that shares a weekly, bi-weekly, or even monthly newspaper with your surrounding communities? Are you tired of waiting for your local snooze journal or gag-gazette to publish yet another sparse report of the same old hometown happening days or even weeks later? Well, wait no more. Wake up tomorrow morning to the computer age by subscribing to get all your local news from... Small town America SmallTownAmericaLocalExtraNews.com By simply applying a simple algorithm that is way beyond your understanding, we can predict what is happening in your one sad stoplight community. Then we access our library of generic Tinyburg event articles and publish new news daily for all you Gossips and cornerstone philosophers who always need something to talk about. Don't worry, the news will still be the same. But now you won't have to wait so long to get it. So log on to smalltownamericalocalextranews.com today. That's S-T-A-L-E stalenews.com putting small newspapers out of business for nearly two decades. Stalenews.com is a Bevsford Industries company.
2: And we are back just in time. Your destination is 300 feet ahead on the right.
0: Thank you. Nice looking place. I'll turn on the Sally phone app so you can listen in on our conversation. Let's go. Miss Farnell, it's me, Curtie Clammerwood.
3: How can I be sure? You look like the other guy.
0: Well, um, look. There's Van Helsing, see? The tooth is out there.
3: (laughs) Didn't the imposter have one of those too?
0: Oh, well, yes, I guess that's true. But he doesn't have this.
2: Greetings, Miss Susie Farnell. I am Sully, which stands for Synthetic Accumulated Learning Interface. I am programmed to always tell the truth and will vouch that he is indeed Curdy Clammerwood and not the imposter.
3: Well, that makes sense, I guess. I'm so glad you've come, Mr. Clammerwood. Would you like something to drink or eat after your long drive?
0: No, thanks. I just finished up a soft drink in the van. Please call me Curdy. Mr. Clammerwood was my dad. In fact, he used to say to me, I hate it when you call me dad. I'm Mr. Clammerwood to you, too. (laughs) Anyway... I'm going to record our conversation to use in a future podcast, if you are okay with that.
3: Yes, that is fine. What's happening is really throwing me for a loop. I am really hoping you'll have an explanation for me. I'm afraid to tell anyone else about it, because they will think that I am losing my mind.
0: Let's see the closet where you stored the elephant.
3: It's right here. Let me open the door for you, but I recommend that you don't go inside yet.
0: Hmm. It looks like a normal closet. No signs of anything strange from just a visual inspection.
3: Here's the issue. I decided to clean out the closet one day last month and give those items to our local thrift store because I had not used any of the things in there for just years and years. I had good intentions about clearing it out one weekend, but I had removed one item from the closet when my doorbell rang. At the door was my son and his wife coming by for a surprise visit, I am not by nature someone prone to premonitions, but as soon as I looked at the both of them, I knew that they had an announcement to make. I knew that they were going to have a baby.
0: Did they confirm your suspicion?
3: Oh, yes. But not before I blurted out, you're having a baby boy. They were so shocked and amazed that I knew before they even said a word. They had planned out a cute way to tell me, and I just felt awful for spoiling their surprise.
0: Well, that doesn't sound like a bad thing to me. What's bothering you about knowing you are going to have a grandbaby?
3: That wasn't a bad thing. I enjoyed it, in fact. But later that day, I walked outside, and my next-door neighbor was a new person.
0: I don't think I'm following what you mean. How can a person be new?
3: My neighbor up to Friday of that week was Mrs. Marion Kilpack, the former mayor of Eagle Rock. But when I looked next door in the backyard, there was Mrs. Helen Myers, who taught my son in third grade. She used to live several houses down from me, and now she was right next door. I ran back inside and checked my address book, and Marion's house was listed in another part of town. Now I ask you, do you think I could have missed the house next door being for sale and new neighbors moving in?
0: That is a strange occurrence. Have you noticed anything else?
3: I started to doubt myself and my memory, so I asked Helen about it one day when I invited her over for a cup of coffee and a slice of cake. I was nervous, but I had to ask her to remind me when it was that she moved in next door. She got the strangest look on her face, and then she asked me if I was checking her memory or my own. I tried to laugh it off, but she is worried about me now. Like I might be getting forgetful, and she'll have to tell my children to prepare to move me to a care facility.
0: Mm, So what did you do next?
3: Well, nothing right away, but it bothered me, so I called the county records to see when the house was last sold. And according to them, Helen has lived there for the last ten years. The next day, I went into the closet again and pulled out all the old clothing to box up. When I looked around at my living room, the furniture was different and the curtains at the windows were not the same either. About that time, the mail carrier delivered a package to me. When I opened the door to accept the package, I was overcome with the knowledge that the mail carrier was burdened by more than my package. I could tell that she had a terrible argument with her sister that day. I don't know how I knew it, but it came to my mind crystal clear as if I could see it happening. I even knew that they were arguing over a family heirloom.
0: I'm very curious about this. Do you mind if I go into the closet to test a theory that I have?
3: If you are sure you really want to, then be my guest.
0: Well, I was right about one thing.
3: What did you discover?
0: Yeah, you're not losing your mind or memory. When I went into the closet, you were wearing a flowered dress, and now you have on a solid red dress.
3: I thought about putting on the red dress this morning and decided on the flower dress instead. I think
0: what's happening here is that your closet is a portal to alternate universes.
3: Now you have lost me. Please mansplain that to me. I have no idea what you mean by alternate universes.
0: Well, the theory is that there are multiple timelines coexisting together. Imagine a loaf of bread where each slice is your world as you experience it each day. The entire loaf may be rye, wheat, or white bread, but the slices within the loaf are all different. The next slice over is your world if one small thing is changed in it. Then the next slice over would have more changes and that would continue until you got to the end of the loaf of bread and things would be very different in your life from your existence where you started the journey. The general contours may be the same for the entire loaf of bread, but the details are slightly different throughout. Once in a while, a big change occurs. Just like in a loaf of bread where one slice has a small hole in it and in the next slice of bread, that hole is much larger. Well, those air pockets in the bread can span several slices. Some events in our lives have a greater impact on the course of our lives, such as whether or not you take a job in a different city, or whether you marry one person or someone else.
3: So each time I go into the closet, when I come out, I may have entered a different universe? It seems like I would have to travel further than my closet for that to happen. Well,
0: it's the best explanation I have so far.
3: In that case, Einstein was wrong when he said, God doesn't play dice with the universe. The things that changed each time just seem so random. Your theory would explain why things were different every time I leave the closet, but what about my premonitions?
0: I think I have the answer to that as well. Did you lose a baby to miscarriage when you were younger?
3: Oh my gosh, how did you know that? I never shared that with anyone other than my doctor. My husband didn't even know that I was pregnant yet, and I just couldn't bear to tell him about the miscarriage.
0: Well, it came to me when I stepped back into the room from the closet. Crystal clear, as if I was watching it happen to you, just the way you described it happening to you. Maybe this phenomenon is caused by all the years you stored the elephant clock in the closet. If I remember correctly, the clock made eerie pronouncements that later turned out to be true about the people who held it, right?
3: That is right. Our bank manager lost his job over that little slip of paper that came out of the elephant when he held it at the party.
0: Possibly the elephant left some residue, for lack of a better word, of its power in the closet. And that power transfers to whomever enters the closet. Have you had any other experiences of knowing the secrets of others after the two incidents that you shared with me?
3: I hesitate to say this, Curdie, But yes... I know something about you that you may not want to share with your listeners. I am so sorry. No one should have to go through this when I'm...
0: That's quite all right, Susie. I think I will take a cold glass of tea now. Sally, please stop recording this visit.
2: Well, that was an interesting visit.
0: Yes, it was. And thank you for staying quiet throughout, Sally. I don't think Miss Susie Farnell is ready to fully interact with an AI yet. I imagine it's difficult enough dealing with living in a house with that closet. I wonder if she'll go into it again or stay out of it completely.
2: There is a greater than 95% chance that she will test the limits of the closet to see the possible changes that occur as well as to strengthen her ability to see the secrets of others.
0: Well, how do you figure that?
2: Judging by recorded human history, you, on the whole, are very curious. You cannot leave something unexplored even when it requires overcoming obstacles and dangers. Ms. Farnell did not show signs of being displeased with the effects she has thus far experienced. I did not detect any evidence of fear or anxiety from her, so she is highly likely to make further explorations.
0: There could be a downside to exploring the closet's power too much that we're not aware of at this time. I better talk to some of the others who've had direct access to the Kordax to see if they've seen anything similar. But that will have to wait for another time. Take care, everyone, and keep peace in your hearts and a stash of candy in your mask until our next story time. So when we leave the station
1: you, well, you and kiss it. Space season 0. Space season 2.0. Space Croutons brings new worlds to know. Space Croutons, subatomic and As we cruise the Milky Way
0: by Tractor B. And the Portaxe by just a distant From our earworms, space feet. Space
2: Croutons! Space
0: Croutons is a work of original fiction. Similarities to persons, situations, or events, real or fictional, is coincidental and unintentional. Created and written by Jerry, Jace, John, Della, and Jeff Goodson. Episode story by Della. Original music and production by Jeff. Featuring the voice talents of Jackie Olson, Barry Shea, Jeff, and Sally. Entire work copyright 2021 by Jeff, John, Jerry, Della, and Jace Goodson. This has been a Goodwitch Audio Production.